Welcome, everyone, to the Our Strange Guys podcast. I am your guest, Rob Christofferson. That's right. The tables have turned. Your host this week, the one and only Spencer Worth Davis. Man, uh, thank you for coming on and saving my ass. My mental health was in the drain. I didn't have it in me, but you you pulled me. You pulled me from that that d- deep, dark place and from you lifted me up. You. Yes, you lifted me up, and it, it, you got you brought some stories with you, man. You brought some I, stories. I brought something. I'm, I'm I'm honestly not quite sure what it is, but we'll figure it out together. <laughs> so, yeah, a, a few years ago, I went to the Mile High Mystery Conference in mm-hmm. out in Colorado, and one of the speakers, in addition to uh, Davy Copface, aka David Politis. So wait, before before you go on, uh, you know, because you you uh, you and, and Ryan, you did, uh, you know, the what if podcast for many years. Yeah. Is that the conference in which Ryan got yelled at by cop face? Yes, that we <laughs> Ryan was scolded for not paying close enough attention during one of the presentations <laughs> by David Politis. Yes, yes. That, that is indeed the conference. I think it was 20, 2018 or 19. I think it was 2018. Okay. Yeah. That seems right. So one of the other speakers was Linda Moulton Howe. Mm-hmm. And in her presentation, which I don't, I honestly don't remember what the overall arc of the presentation was, but in this presentation, she said, just sort of in passing, one of the wilder statements I've ever heard in my life that mm-hmm. has stuck with me four years later and that yeah. is that the UFOs are dropping off big big feet mm. so that the big feet can cut our cats in half. Yes. Yeah. They're cutting our cats in half, Rob. Mm-hmm. So I decided I would try and do my best to get to the bottom of that statement and see if there was indeed any accuracy to it. <laughs> God. So <laughs> it was just it was said so matter of factly, like we all mm-hmm. know that, of course, the UFOs are transporting Bigfoot. And of course, Bigfoot is here on Earth to cut our cats in half. It was just laid yes. out like no questioning it. This just a matter of fact moving on. And I haven't stopped thinking about it for the last four years. So we all know that Linda Mall now is not like. The, the best source of uh, accurate information, especially lately, mm-hmm. um, including her her odd claims about her Emmy that she may or may not actually have received. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so wait, wait, are we is she I, saying that that she did not, in fact, receive an Emmy for <laughs> for her work? She received an Emmy. Okay. It was a regional Emmy. Okay. Okay. Of which there are 20 regions. So like, 
it is an Emmy, but it's not like when you just say Emmy winning, mm-hmm. you should really People put... automatically have an image in their head that you were at, you know, that you know ceremony that you see all these famous people at and you were given an award right instead of like this was the southwest regional emmys which includes like two or three states okay okay um also the emmy was on a it was a documentary that she produced it was the uh fuck the cattle mutilation documentary oh Uh, strange harvest yeah strange harvest so that documentary, which she produced, won an Emmy, but it won a, a regional Emmy for sound editing. It was sound <laughs> editing. So here's the question that I have. Was she the sound editor? No, she yeah. was not. No, she indeed, okay. was, she indeed was not the sound editor. She was the producer of that film. Oh, OK. So, in fact, her film won an Emmy. She herself did not win the Emmy and even for, even saying the her portion of it, the sound editor on the film won an Emmy. Yeah. Or like it won an Emmy for original Emmy for best sound editing. OK, that changes things quite a bit. At, so just uh, putting that out there, that plus like, you know, mm-hmm. she likes to post fake things on Twitter all the time and be like, is this an alien? No, Linda, that is a drawing. This is not an alien. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do lately, because every one of her tweets, like, she does this live show, I don't know, like a couple times a week on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And to promote it, she'll always, it'll be like an image and then a question about, like, whatever topic they're talking about. So it'll be like, are human beings a combination of three different types of ET DNA? And I, my favorite thing lately is just to quote tweet them yeah. <laughs> and say... <laughs> No, no, it is not. <laughs> no, nope. we are. We are definitely not, not some weird alien aged blend. No, we are not, Linda. <laughs> anyway, so I thought I'd start with uh, trying to figure out if there was a connection between big feet and UFOs. That seemed like mm-hmm. the clear place to, to mm-hmm. try and establish a connection here. Yeah. So. I, there are several instances out there in the in the the ufo world that you i'm you probably are aware of some that i'm not i would guess uh yeah like a lot of it revolved a lot of it happened in the 70s um particularly in pennsylvania indiana some in ohio there's actually this bomb ass freaking i don't know if it's a book or if it's like a pamphlet or something like this that that i found and it's like uh it's I think it's called like Night of the UFO Monsters, and it's all about these Whoa. like Ohio UFO Bigfoot stories from like 1981 that uh, I, I need to cover at some point. But like, yeah, that sounds yeah awesome. like there are there are definitely connections for sure. So she gives the example in a couple of her interviews um, about it's a story of a man who's out gardening and he sees a UFO overhead. And it beams down in what she describes as like a like a wind tunnel. It's not light, mm-hmm. but it looks like there's, I don't know, air moving somehow. Mm-hmm. And it beams down these two aliens wearing sparkly blue leotards. They walk Fancy. off into the woods. And then a minute later, that same UFO via the same wind tunnel thing beams down a Bigfoot 
And then they all walk off into the woods together. So clearly, aliens, UFOs, big feet, all in cahoots. Connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's that all in one. It is literally that so so and so so and so so and so walk into a bar kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Two aliens yeah. in sparkly blue leotards and a bigfoot walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Then they cut your cats in half. And we're just <laughs> yeah, we're just one I step mean. away. We're so close. <laughs> The the line of logic is so obvious that we did not see it until it was right there. How put it in your brain and you haven't been able to forget about it (laughs) since then. It's right. Right under our noses the whole time. Yes. Uh, So then she also she tells that story on ancient aliens and and a few other places. Um, She also tells a story about a rancher who saw an eight to 10 foot tall, hairy ape, Bigfoot creature shoots it. And when she shoots it, it just disappears into a flash of light, which mm-hmm. does not necessarily connote alien or UFO or anything else. No, but she says, how can anything that disappears in a flash of light be purely biological? Oh, oh, oh. ah, so we may have an interdimensional Bigfoot on our hands. Interdimensional Bigfoot. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening now. She actually says on Ancient Aliens, is it moving in and out of dimensions? Right. Uh, okay. And then she, in the same, this is uh, season four, episode seven of Ancient Aliens. We're, we're early in the, mm-hmm. the Ancient Aliens arc. Trash yep. show. Don't bother with it. But for our pur- purposes <laughs> here, it's entertaining she comes to the conclusion by the end of the episode that non-humans so et or interdimensional something created bigfoot to do work on this planet as sort of like Mm -hmm. laborer bigfoot and then the big feet built a tunnel system under the united states and that's why we don't see them very often and also why there are sightings of them all over the countries, because they've got this underground tunnel system. So this is essentially Zechariah Sitchin's Anunnaki stuff, but translated into Bigfoot. Like, yes. oh, they're they created humans as a, as a slave race to work for them and, and, and stuff. OK, so yeah. it's basically kind of repurposed from that. Yes. The big feet are the humans in this case. And plus tunnels. They've got tunnels. tunnels. (laughs) They do have tunnels. Yes. Uh, And then quote from Linda, they would make a creature. She's saying if the aliens were indeed doing this, they would make a creature that would be strong, big enough to fend for itself and have some kind of mission, a.k.a. fuck those cats, but is not (laughs) to interact with homo sapiens at all because they don't want to throw off our development. Right. They, they, right. they need this parallel Bigfoot track. So big, strong, mm-hmm. got a mission, got <laughs> big, a mission, big, strong and on a mission <laughs> to do something with your cats. Yep. 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 Uh, as far as non Linda Moulton, how Bigfoot UFO alien connections, I, I assume you're familiar with the, uh, the blue planet trilogy. A blue Pla- mm-hmm. planet project. Yes. Okay. So yep. there's there's a thing in there called the the Wadig W A D I G. 
mm-hmm. which looks exactly like Bigfoot, but is apparently an alien. Right. So we got extraterrestrial Bigfoot. Um, and then <laughs> this is I was I was struggling. I started at the bottom of the barrel and just dug dug straight <laughs> through the bottom of the barrel to come up with some of this yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is from Channel Four Pittsburgh's Action News. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh someone saluga what's what's their first name baby saluga fred fred uh, saluga who was mufon's west virginia state director and pennsylvania okay. regional director uh whoa fred said a bigfoot creature has never been captured which leads some to wonder if it might be a ghost or an alien. Yeah. It's like someone put him down and then picked him back up. Is that possible for a flesh and blood animal? If you think about it, we would have found something by now if it was flesh and blood. So the fact that we haven't yet captured a Bigfoot confirms that Bigfoot is either a ghost or an alien. Yeah, that's uh, logic dictates that... Uh, that is true, and uh, there is literally nothing to refute that. It's <laughs> Rob, just fact. If you can't find something, it is therefore an alien. Because if it were yeah. not an alien, you'd find it. Right, exactly. Like, the, the logic. The, I'm doing the math in my head. It's checking <laughs> out. I should also like to inform the audience, I'm an idiot. So <laughs> it, it's completely plausible that I'm wrong. <laughs> I've been lost before. Am I an alien? Um, uh, what's that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> get Fre- That's get Fred exactly on the phone. Right. Get Fred in yeah. here. We need an expert. <laughs> we do. <laughs> okay. So, uh, let's see. Next up, we've got uh, this is from a Huffington Post article written by Dr. Frank- Franklin Rule. Do you know this guy? Franklin rule does not ring a bell. Okay. So I I should maybe just let, he's, he's just a full blown goofball, but (laughs) he's got this, this series on YouTube called an intriguing factoid from Dr. Frank Franklin rule. And there's a, there's a video. It's one minute long titled intriguing factoid. Bigfoot may be an ET. Okay. So, I'd like to play it for you. I think he lays out a pretty convincing case. (laughs) Okay. Dr. Franklin Rule here with another intriguing rule factoid. The question of the day, is Bigfoot possibly an ET? Now, an intriguing case occurred back on October 25th, 1973 in Fayette County, Pennsylvania. A flying saucer, oval-shaped, was seen over a field. And two, not one, but two Bigfoot creatures directly beneath it. Several farmers came out. One of them shot at one of the Bigfoot creatures. That entity raised its arm, and immediately the UFO vanished, and the two Bigfoot creatures disappeared into the woods. Now, there's a possibility that the Bigfoot creatures are actually the pilots of the UFOs, or perhaps Mm -hmm. guinea pigs dropped down on Earth to test our environment for future colonization, or conceivably even alien convicts being sentenced to planet Earth. Yes. No <laughs> Bigfoot are either guinea pigs 
<laughs> Over there, alien convicts, Rob. Alien convicts. Okay, so <laughs> hold on, hold on. The last ten seconds yeah. of this video is one of the best things I've ever heard. Okay. Now until next time, may the power of the cosmos and of Bigfoot be with you. Yes. 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 <laughs> I do enjoy the uh Daniel Bryan yes chance at the end. I do enjoy how that ended may, there. May the power uh, of Bigfoot be with you. Yes, uh, I'm familiar with the case that he's talking about. It's a case of a guy named George Kowalczyk. Yeah, I think you and, and I talked about this once, didn't we? Yeah, uh, we might have. And yeah, he uh, he actually took a couple of uh, boys from the neighborhood. They had seen this light from out beyond in their backyard. And they go up and they see this kind of domed object just sitting there on the ground and they see these two hulking figures that uh in the sketches they they look exactly like bigfoot uh they are tall they have long gangly arms they have really like their their faces are freaking terrifying to look at but what's interesting is that uh I believe it was Stan Gordon got a call that night. Stan Gordon, who was like the one of the preeminent uh, uh, ufologists in uh, Pennsylvania. He was been kind of big with the Kecksburg case and, and a bunch of other cases. But he went out there, he investigated this case. And there was a moment where George Kowalczyk, when he was out there, he felt himself becoming possessed by something like something was taking over his body and he started to act very like aggressive towards the, the like police officers had come out because it was actually police officers that had contacted uh, the group that Stan Gordon was with. And he just started getting real aggressive with them. And then eventually he kind of regained his senses and stuff like that. But it's kind of one of those weird cases where you have everything at once just like going on. But uh, they did. I don't know that they saw uh, a Bigfoot again, those Bigfoot like creatures, but they heard like rustling in, in the trees and stuff like that. But it's like it's one of those very weird cases uh, from that year of the humanoids flap that uh, it, it kind of stands out and it fits with a lot of the stuff that was going on in Pennsylvania at the time with like Bigfoot sightings and like UFO sightings and stuff. <clears throat> so he also talks about. Uh, another one from October of 73 in Galveston, Indiana. Mm -hmm. Do you know this one? Jim Mays? I think, yeah, I think so. I, 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 I think that was one of the cases in the year of the humanoids report. Yeah. So I'll keep it quick, but he was fishing. Jim Mays was fishing, sees a Bigfoot standing mm -hmm. about 20 feet away from him, calls out to it. Bigfoot runs away. But then a few minutes later, a big old Bigfoot sneaks up behind him and taps him on the shoulder and then runs away. Yes. And he chases yes. it and he sees it jump into a ditch and then sees a, like a glowing bronze light rise up out of the ditch and shoot off into the sky. And he goes back a few days later, brings some, some other people with him. And on the way there, they're followed by some sort of what he calls an aerial light as they approach the spot where he'd seen the Bigfoot. When he gets there, they see the Bigfoot again it's about eight or nine feet tall. And it says in this report, quote, two of the party retreated to the car in fear. The others shouted questions and curses at the Bigfoot. 
This is like that uh, Draginon case from France in which that guy backs up the car to literally yell out, are you good or are you bad? I love the, the questions and curses like, hey, what are you doing there? Also, uh, hey, fuck you. Get fucked, bud. But also, uh, why are you so tall? Yeah, this definitely has like the flair of a Midwestern accent. Like really I mean, should be tacked on. Galveston, Indiana. I, I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, and then they apparently threw rocks at Bigfoot, which he didn't seem to mind. And then the story ends. <laughs> well, I mean, like, <laughs> he just stood there and, okay. and, and ate it. You're, you're Bigfoot. Yeah, what's a rock like, going to do to you, dude? And you have a reputation of throwing boulders, you know, like really large rocks. And you're like, yeah, this is cute. Look at these two. <laughs> Puny what are, what humans. Do? <laughs> uh, a Bigfoot. All right. So I think we've established that the, the aliens and the UFOs and the big feet are in cahoots. Agreed? Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So now we need to establish a Bigfoot cat connection. Mm-hmm. Phase two of our of our process here. This one was a little bit harder, but I did find a couple examples. Uh, one is from a book called The Psychic Sasquatch and Their UFO Connection. I have this book. Okay, excellent. <laughs> well, on page on page 39, there's a story uh, that comes from Wisconsin in 1977 mm. in which an old woman is sitting on her porch and a Sasquatch approaches and psychically levitates her book out of her hand and throws it across the yard and then starts asking her questions about her cat. Dick move. <laughs> really dick move. Uh, that's, um, yeah, no, like serious disrespect, like right up front. And like, th this is like, this is creepy from like top to bottom here. Yeah. We have a transcript mm -hmm. of their, of their telepathic conversation. Oh, excellent. So Bigfoot says, what is the animal you have in that cage? She says, it's my pet cat. What is a pet? A pet is an animal that keeps people company, something to love and take care of. Bigfoot asks, if you love it, why is it in a cage? Mm -hmm. She says, that, well, okay, that is a fair question there, Senior Bigfoot. I, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> if you love that little guy, set him free. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Bigfoot philosopher here. Um, she said, I fear it will get lost in the woods or be eaten by an animal. I want to protect it, which in her defense, fair. There's eight foot tall Bigfoot mm -hmm. running around. Yes. Who's interested in cats? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got to be careful. Bigfoot says, but your pet must be unhappy in that cage. And she said, no, she's on her back and purring, which means she's happy. And Bigfoot says, oh, that pleases me. I did not know that. <laughs> it is good to be happy. That was the end of their conversation. Bigfoot is, Bigfoot is thrilled that this cat is is doing okay. That, uh, so we have Bigfoot, who is now an environmentalist. I dig this. Yeah. Uh, this this is essentially Bigfoot stepping into the role that no figure resembling Smokey the Bear could actually step into. So I respect that. Like, you know, if he had said something about forest fires, it totally would have, you know, exposed um, the true Bigfoot agenda. <laughs> yeah. And our government and their um, the way that they steal uh, their slogans and stuff from, you know, real life events. But uh, it, yeah, might, it might be I, like a consulting gig. Big, it might be like a Bigfoot mm, marketing team. That could be there. There really could be. Absolutely. So in 73, 
we got Bigfoot popping out of UFOs. By 77, they have discovered cats. Mm-hmm. And by the 1990s, according to Linda Moulton Howe, they are cutting those goddamn cats in half. <laughs> it's just something has gone just, wrong. There is a war going on between the cats and the big feet. Okay. Um, right. We also, well, we can skip this one for now. I found a, a Vice article laying out a, a, a 10 point argument for why cats are aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe we'll come back to that at the end if we have some time. <laughs> that sounds like something Vice would, would put out. Okay, so from earthfiles.com, which is Linda Moulton Howe's website. Mm-hmm. Uh, July 28th, 2005. She published an article called Feedback on the Half-Cat Mystery. So she calls, she calls them half-cats because they're cats that have been cut in half. So, okay, but like, is there only half a cat? Because like, that's that's just kind of like weird naming. Because it's just like, did you discover half a cat? Because right. no, I, I I I. But again, we're on we're on um, LMH logic here, and we know that that kind of logic, you know, runs on. Um. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> it, it kind of runs on like self motivation oh. for things. Sure, I think because uh, if you're out there promoting the idea that Bigfoot is ripping your cats in half, you're the only person out there telling people that Bigfoot is ripping their cats in half. You gotta find. So, you gotta find your angle. You know. You gotta. You gotta. It, st- it, you gotta stand out from all the other crazy shit noise that's out there. When well, they go exactly. crazy, you I mean, go crazier. Exactly. I mean, look at, uh, you know, the folks that are most synonymous with cattle mutilation stuff. I think Linda Moulton Howe has kind of been, you know, downgraded to the point where, you know, folks like Christopher O'Brien, um, Chuck Zikowski, um probably a few other people are above her in terms of the, the work that... In in the research that people are doing into that. So, like, you do got to come at it from an angle. Uh, otherwise, you're just like everybody else. You're getting caught, uh, you know, lost in this endless loop of crazy people saying crazy things. <laughs> so one of the uh, the articles that she's reacting to and then. I think this this feedback article is she did a she made a coast to coast AM appearance, mm. and then people wrote in following her coast to coast AM uh, appearance. But there's a uh, an article from the Whidbey News Times from 2000 July 23rd 2005. So this was five days before the article was published on her website called "Dead Cats Worldwide and Perhaps in Other Worlds." Oh, whoa. whoa. Yeah, real bombshell whoa. from the Whidbey News Times here. The Whidbey News Times, because we know that there are cats on Earth. There's cats just like in orbit around like Jupiter. There's cats 
probably hanging out in Uranus. I'm not exactly sure. There's cats on Zeta Reticuli. There just has to be. They, they yeah. kind of have like a cat vibe to them. So I think they would be down there. But yeah, like we do know there are cats in other worlds. Uh, this is, again, the LMH... <laughs> logic that uh we're this isn't right even now. her though this is this is it it doesn't third matter party that's confirmation that's well i mean th i call this L lmh logic because mm. she plucked it from the <laughs> right 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 of, of the same school of thought i i follow you exactly exactly so, this article says in a six-week period oak harbor residents reported finding seven dead cats four of which were cut in half four Yes, a big number. Every week and a half, because every ten days, cats getting cut in half somewhere. Cats getting cut in half, uh, and like, there's really only one answer to this. But well, you know, we'll get there. The next, the, literally, the next sentence: the police and the city's animal control officer are convinced that it's the work of coyotes, but several people aren't so sure. <laughs> <laughs> this comes up over and over again. That everyone is like, "Dude, that's coyotes," <laughs> and Linda's like. Yeah, but is it? <laughs> yeah, a ancient astrophorists say no. <laughs> Could it be coyotes? And if so, what if it wasn't? <laughs> Bobby Klotz, man, he, he's he's all over this. <laughs> okay, so those that uh that weren't so sure about the coyote hypothesis pointed to the precision of the cuts and the lack of tracks or signs of a struggle as proof that a person was involved. Well, I mean, that that kind of like parrots every kind of cattle mutilation case from right. like time immemorial. There's no tracks. The, the cuts were precise. And, and I'm not saying that like uh, there isn't some, you know, shady stuff that has gone on with certain animal mutilations. Like uh, if you read um, Mystery Stalks the Prairie, by Roberta Donovan and uh, Keith Wolverton. That book will give you nightmares because, like, the culprit that they're kind of painting the picture of is not aliens. It's human beings that are going out and literally, like, they they lay out how they exsanguinate these animals, how there is a certain drug that you can give them that knocks them out increases their heart rate so you can you know draw the blood out and pretty much do whatever you you know they want like what do you want with cow blood i like that's the thing is like the, what they keep coming back to in the book because there's one instance in which they find this kind of circle in the woods that kind of has like satanic vibes to it and stuff like that so like they're they're trying to pin it on either like the government or the they're pinning it on satanists and stuff like that like ufos are kind of it like pushed to the back uh in, in these cases but like uh it's unclear why they would want that like uh, it, to to me like the human motivation there. And what they're taking out of an animal, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know what you would do with, with parts like that. I don't think you need those parts in order to measure like radioactivity or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, that you want to do. Uh, it's it's it almost seems like just like one big giant psyop to fuck with people. 
Like there's no, it, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of rhyme and reason behind it. So in this case, one, an Oak Harbor man who didn't want his name used suggested that the cat deaths were the work of UFOs. Okay. Yep. Unnamed man says it's the UFO's fault. Yep. Uh, Mike Mulder suggested that the dead cats were tied to nighttime paralysis and a malevolent, malevolent devil-like spirit. Okay, so yep. we've got malevolent devil-like spirits stepping into the ring here, uh-huh. uh, cutting open cats, cutting them in half. Uh, they are, um, you know, making themselves known. Okay, all right, I dig it. Then we get some quotes from Linda Malton Howe. Okay. Um, who said, animal mutilations have been linked to something non-human for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly classified documents about the unusual deaths of animals around the world attributed to extraterrestrial biological entities. No blood, no tracks. Uh, an Oak Harbor woman. Okay, we've got an important development, Rob. An Oak okay. Harbor woman told how that her cat's body was, quote, like a child's hand puppet. <laughs> okay, so now we have... Now we have motive. The big feet are making puppets out of our cats. So that's why like they got to cut this, the bottom half off so they can get their big so old mitts the, up there. Yeah. So they so they like pull out like everything yep. and in its place. Okay. So we have uh, did uh, we've got Bigfoot these, puppet shows, bro. <laughs> like they they either got the Muppets, they got some broadcasts there. Maybe they got some. What if they brought got those broadcasts of like old episodes of Mister Rogers and <laughs> they, those puppets, man? They like they just got Fraggle Rock in the Bigfoot community. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. They and they're like, holy crap, we can we can relate to this. We have this kind of relationship with the gnomes. Like exactly, hell yeah. exactly. Yeah. So now we have. Now we've got a motive for the Bigfoot yes. cutting our cats in half. Yep. Uh, and then Linda also says, they always say it's a predator, disease, or a satanic cult. All of these are easily eliminated by field investigation. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 And then yep. she says it can't be coyotes. Just can't. Like, there's... Nope. It's just... It can't be... Here are the reasons. There's no here are the reasons why it can't be. Just can't, dude. It's, okay, it's just, we, okay, it just fucking L- can't. It can't be. LMH logic. <laughs> I got it. Uh, there is n- no explanation. There is just this is the way it is. Yeah. This is the way it's always been, and this is the way it'll always be. Exactly. And, yes. and that way is Bigfoot puppet show. Bigfoot puppet show. <laughs> Probably it doesn't happen as often as you'd like it to. It's probably kind of like getting tickets to Hamilton was, uh, you know, just really difficult. You got to know somebody who knows somebody. And uh, even then, it's tough to get those tickets to those Bigfoot puppet shows. So we have some uh, some emails from Coast to Coast listeners who want to share their own half cat stories with LMH. Okay. First up is Rachel from Tucson. Rachel said, my cousins found their cat about two months ago, cut in half a couple houses down from theirs. They called us over to bury it and explained to us that it looked like it was cut clean in half. That they, 
the the front half was missing. So it was like, uh, like the, just the hind legs and the butt. Okay, so as if we're Which, with our puppet theory, it to any th- yeah, Bigfoot uh, has the top. If half. we're equating it, uh, um, cat pants. Uh, we got cat pants. <laughs> fuzzy cat pants. Fuzzy, R- fuzzy cat pants. R.I.P. Yeah. Little buddy. Yep. When we got there, it couldn't have been a cleaner cut. It was so disturbing to see and impossible for to forget. It was only the back half with his legs and tail with no tearing, fur loss, or chew marks. There were also no organs or intestines and no blood on the ground or in the fur. We thought it was unlikely that a coyote would be in the middle of our neighborhood eating a cat next to a very busy street. We looked around and saw no prints or anything else unusual. We called the police who also shared our opinions about the cat's body. I don't know what that means exactly. Okay, uh, so I, I guess the question is, what uh, expertise do the police have in animal biology to offer up that kind of opinion? Like, it's questionable. I'm not saying that there haven't been good opinions uh, from police departments involving certain animal mutilation cases, but I also know that there are other good police departments who actually work with veterinarians out there that actually got pretty good insight into what an, an animal mutilation case looks like. So, yeah, that's a little questionable. A little bit questionable there. So that's the end of that one from Rachel in Tucson. Uh, next mm-hmm. up, we have someone who did not share their name, but they said, I'm terrified that this is such a widespread event. Two years ago, I woke up in the morning and found my two cats looking out of our kitchen window. Their eyes were wide open and they appeared almost frozen. I followed their gaze and saw a furry mass on the ground outside. I went out to take a look and there was the most hideous sight I've ever seen. A cat lay dead, cut from neck to groin in a single neat line. It was also cut through the middle in half. So I don't know, like a... So is it bisected? I I think that's what they're saying. Okay. I'm not sure. I've worked in the medical field for years and I know what surgical precision looks like. This was it. It was placed neat and tidy, one half next to the other. There was no blood to indicate a, quote, kill site. I checked the entire backyard. The other very chilling thing was that the cat's innards were gone. It was empty inside, no bones, pooled blood, or anything else. So this kind of uh, kind of holds up. Is this a failed puppet creation, then? Yeah, maybe this cat was just not suitable for whatever their puppet needs were. Now, I'm picturing in my head here for a moment. I'm thinking about Bigfoot. Does Bigfoot have sewing skills? I don't think so because mm. it's got those big, fat fingers. Not a lot of dexterity. No. Fine, there fine motor like, doesn't seem like Bigfoot's specialty. No, like, uh, they may be swift, but that is not out of... Like, if you're filling out that uh, a character sheet for Bigfoot <laughs> in Dungeons & Dragons... Is it going to have max 20 strength? Absolutely. Dexterity, maybe a 10, maybe a Oof. 12. That seems generous, but, honestly. Yeah, you're probably right. It, it could probably. Like, I think of that episode. There was an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. There was a segment on Bigfoot, and I remember this. I could see it in my head. There is this, like, there's this, like, mock search party on the ground, and there's this helicopter in the air, and they're basically trying to 
like uh, they're, they're basically saying, oh, we found a new way to track Bigfoot, essentially, you know, which is through these like uh, there's like infrared sensor cameras or kind of like FLIR before FLIR was really a thing. And there's this story in there from a guy whose name was Elmer. It's his first name. I can't remember his last name. I can't remember. Who his needs last one name when your first name's Elmer? Exactly. He was uh, I. I he was out in the woods, not hunting, but kind of like, I don't know if he was like, he had like rock hammers and stuff with him. So like, it seemed like he was interested in like geology and, and, and stuff okay. like that. Okay. And, uh, at, at a certain point he, he heard like above him, this like Bigfoot slamming rocks down. He's like, I didn't know what it was, but like, Eventually, he called out to it. He's like, hey, who's up there? And this Bigfoot just rolls down a hill. <laughs> like it fell? Like he surprised yeah, it? it? Like, <laughs> it was startled, rolled down this hill. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, like it, it, there Hell yeah. was kind of, it came down, he, like, onto this trail. It gets up, it looks at him, and like... I'm fig I'm figuring this Bigfoot is embarrassed. It turns around, starts walking away. This guy get like starts to follow it and it gets pissed off and then it starts to chase him and he and he and he gets out of there. But like never forget that that like <laughs> don't startle I'm, I'm, Bigfoot, man. So don't startle Bigfoot. He's not dexterous, not able to catch himself I'm, that easily. I'm imagining the uh the the guys who lived on the mountain in Zelda Ocarina of Time would curl up into a ball oh, and roll around. Yep. I'm imagining yep. those guys. They, they were kind of clumsy yeah. and goofballs. Yeah. Oh, totally. Absolute like idiots for <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. So there's, there's a little bit more to this, uh, no bones cat. Okay. This person called animal control who told them to call the police. The police arrived mm -hmm. and said it might be a coyote but called for a second officer who specialized in hate crimes. <laughs> this is a cat hate crime, Rob. <laughs> We've got the cat hate crime unit. It's up in here. Not only do we have the cat hate crime unit, it specializes in, in like, like hate crimes from other animals. So, I think we have... We have a motive. If this if this police department knows that Bigfoot hates cats so much that they called this in as a hate crime, we've got a real beef on our hands. We've okay, like we are getting to the point now where this beef that's established, and I just keep I'm asking myself in my head, what the hell can the cats do to defend themselves? Yeah, Nothing. this does not seem fair at all. No, there are a lot no, more like, of them, I guess. They they've got to organize. They they really do. Like they need to band together um, and kind of form themselves. You know, kind of like maybe a less terrifying version of a rat king, like the cat king. So yeah. I was about to say, could they? Could you combine enough cats in a way that looks like a Bigfoot, and could they infiltrate the Bigfoot community? Right. Or could you form enough cats into a megazord and yes. just go in and wreck wreck house? It's I like, mean, there's no other way around it. It's like in that Gravity Falls episode where all the gnomes become the one giant gnome. 
Yes. We just need all the cats to like link arms and become one giant super cat. Uh, there, there's this freaking story by Clive Barker. I think it's called the Midnight Meat Train. Oh and it's literally about how two towns, like the residents of two towns, if I remember correctly, they all form together into a giant, like, like all the pe- figure. All the people do? Yes. And these people from these two towns basically just, like, duke it out. Huh. Yeah. That's it's, pretty cool. Uh, like Megazord I mean, style. It's, it's, no, it's like. Uh, when you because it's Clive Barker and you know Clive Barker is like you know king of horror and stuff. He uh, he is the mind behind Hellraiser and oh, sure, and a bunch sure. of other things. But uh, it is you can't get that image out of your head once you read it. It would be terrifying. Yeah, it Just is really punching terrifying. people with other whole whole people. It's yeah, bad, bad news. A conglomerate of people. We also in this this uh, email has a lot of important information. Mm-hmm. This is also uh, the first instance of a cat being shaved, possibly by Bigfoot. Is this a prank? So one and later in this email, it says one and a half years later, one of our cats came home with his belly and groin area shaved almost bare. There was also a patch shaved on his leg with a small sore, and we had to take him to the vet. Uh the vet claimed it was probably a feral cat or non-neutered male cat. Well, wait. I thought it was your cat. You just R- found right. a cat? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, like- no way. Again, this was a precision clipping. The edges were neat and tidy, and the hair was all clipped short, not torn or scratched. So, so sometimes they're not cutting the been- cats in half. They're just giving them a quick... Bzz, bzz, so this couldn't have been some like, you know, like asshole just like shaving a cat. Like, oh no, it absolutely was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was it's hundred percent like, what happens. Is, some like, kid shaved and, your and, cat. Yeah, seriously. Like this is this is animal cruelty here. This is not this is not Bigfoot getting a hold of your cat and and like this is you a, know, removing hair. This is a bored eight year old with a pair of clippers. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. it. Uh okay. Third one. Although, what if we're if we're, if we're combining multiple cats to make cat puppets? Maybe you needed just some more fur, but you didn't need the whole cat. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. yeah. Maybe, that, maybe Bigfoot uh, is is weaving out of things out of cat hair. That L- LMH logic is really it's yeah. We're back it's here. We found it. It's doing a number on everything. Yeah. I was listening to Coast to Coast AM on July 22nd concerning your report on the half cat incidents. We should probably Coast to Coast has archives, right? They, yeah, I really yeah. should have tracked down this July because now I know July 22nd, 2005 LMH was on Coast to Coast talking about half yep. cats. Half <laughs> so cats. This, went, this, no. this goes back at least 15 years. She's been on the half cat train. Wow. Incredible. That's a hell of a career trajectory. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing to inform you about one of these corpses showing up on my driveway. I reside about 10 miles north of Houston in an area called the Woodlands. I have a few cats that reside on my back porch. And one of the kittens, about nine months old, turned up with just the upper half of the corpse. So I don't. That does not sound. Wait, did are you saying this kitten? There was a kitten 
like that that just like I think she Yeah, that's confusing. I think she's saying ha- she found half of the kitten on her driveway. So it, okay, so is she specifying upper half? Uh this time? yeah, it was just the upper half. I found her because okay. one of the one of the adult cats was sitting at the end of the driveway when I received when I arrived home. Uh okay. Oh no. My first impression was that the cat was hiding in the grass because it was rather tall. Oof. Oh, <laughs> that oh, th- that's like the that's a horror movie scene right there. You're uh, walking up to it and like all you have left is like you don't have the cat pants, you have the cat sweater. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. The description of a child's hand puppet is exactly what I thought when I saw it. Oh, so I don't okay. know if, if Linda brought up this this puppet thing on the air and people are reacting to that, or if we have independent confirmation of this puppet angle. Yeah, no, I really want to know. Um, I've got another one on Memorial Day. My next door neighbor found my healthy male cat dead in her backyard. Couldn't find anything wrong with him. No marks, broken bones, no blood. A coyote would not have killed him and then left him there. We live on the on a, a quiet dead end street at the top of a hill, so it's unlikely he was hit by a car. I don't want to be overly suspicious, but I have the feeling it was murder. <laughs> this is not a cat that's cut in half. Her cat just died, which is like what is a shitty thing to laugh about. But her cat died, right. and she just thinks it was quote murder. Again. I, you know, when we talk about LMH logic, like this doesn't fit the thing you're talking about at all. This is just a dead cat. Uh, LMH logic is literally not logic. It's stating things without just, anything to back it up. It's just a it's vibe. Just, it's just like a. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard uh, about the story. I've shared it in other places. Uh, ha- have you heard about the sentient bowling pin? <laughs> I sure haven't. Okay, so uh, the rundown of this case. Isn't so, that like a Toy Story character? Uh, no, okay. not not in this case. So uh, in 1977, in uh, on the island of Mallorca in Spain, there's the Spanish count, nameless uh, because he was pretty affluent. He had a really good job, didn't want to say anything, was driving down this road at like 1030 in the morning pretty nice day and he sees this highly what he calls a highly stylized bowling pin sitting on a round base in the middle of the road the thing was is it was like it was kind of transparent he's driving forward doesn't think anything of it he's just like i'm i'm just gonna run over this thing because like there's really no shoulder yeah it's just uh, he's gonna run over this bowling pin um, Weird choice, but okay. If you want to say, it, okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you. You could say that it looks like a bowling pin. You could say that it looks like a butt plug. It, it kind of looks like one in the same. Uh, when yeah, you it got a the, flared base to it. Yeah, it does. Okay. It does okay. have a flared base to it. And um, so as this guy's approaching this bowling pin, he gets the feeling that it's alive. That sucks. Only pro- Yeah, only problem is. <laughs> He has nowhere else to go. He's about to hit it. Yeah. Yeah. He runs it over. And the thing is, in the article about this case, uh, it was uh, published in the April Bulletin. 
the sketches that are included. The first sketch is the guy behind the wheel. He sees the bowling pin uh, through his windshield. The second fo- the second image is literally the car on the road and behind it is the bowling pin knocked over. <laughs> I, yeah, we get the idea. <laughs> yeah, very, uh, so a simple, really, simple idea. So he runs this over, feels incredibly guilty about it. He just killed a, so a guilty. sentient bowling pin. I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So guilty about it that he turns around and he comes back and he looks for it. All he finds is this wet spot in the middle of the road. Oh, no. Nothing else. So he comes back to this spot four or five times to look for this. And he comes back with his father-in-law at one point. And his father-in-law looks at him and says, how do you explain that to your father-in-law? Bro, I killed a bowling pin. (laughs) You got to help me find it and bury it. It it gets better. His father-in-law says, you got some bad mojo with the aliens. (laughs) Hell yeah, dad. (laughs) But like similar lines of logic is just, there's this thing in the middle of the road. I'm going to run it over. It's living. How do we get it? to? Uh, I don't know where that that thought comes from, but like. It's a living sentient bowling pin. And he murdered it. <laughs> and he and he murdered it. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, I'm going to send you these sketches because I, 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 I have them on my phone. But, I can't uh, wait. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have another update where someone just tells us about a coyote who killed her cat. Uh, um, Which, again, doesn't really seem to apply here. And and in fact, might might imply that the rest of these are not aliens or big feet, that it might be coyotes or other predators. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we've got one about a cop from Collegedale, Tennessee. Who found okay. half a rabbit on half a rabbit on his property, which is like okay, small animal cut in half, but not a cat. Um, right. And then we've got uh, no, that's it. <laughs> okay, so the rest of these are rabbits, coyotes, or a cat that died, but it felt like murder. <laughs> Okay, yeah. We got three actual half cats. And then we have another update. There are, if you you subscribe to Earth Files, which I am absolutely not going to do, you can find lots more articles about half cat mutilations. Um, But we have some updates from July of 2005 in the same area, uh, Oak Harbor slash Whidbey Island, Washington. Uh, and we have a quote from the Bellingham police lieutenant, Dak Jameson, who said there's a meth- oh, a, a meth- banger name. Uh, it's a really <laughs> strong name. Yeah. There's a methodology to what's going on. That's the whole quote. That's it. Uh-huh. That's the speculation. <laughs> the speculation is that the cats were somehow removed from their home, taken somewhere for the cut and excision of internal organs and then returned close to their homes, which sounds so, to me like an like, abduction. Yeah, it does. It's uh, it kind of sounds like your typical like uh, cattle mutilation case where where people are trying to connect it to aliens. Like, um, yeah. So could it be that the aliens just have 
different roles or like different uh, jurisdictions when it comes to abductions. Like the greys abduct humans, the big feet abduct cats. Maybe the Nordics abduct snakes or something. Are there snake mm-hmm. snake mutilations? Are there half snakes um, out there? Do you cut them long way, sideways? So I've heard of, um, uh, you know, you got your cows, your horses, uh, pigs, uh, dogs, cats. Now we have cats in this mix. Uh, there was um, there was this case that I, I covered on Patreon in which um, this kid in North Dakota uh, uh, was living on he living his family had this ranch and uh, there was kind of this prelude event in which this 16 year old kid sees this UFO near this kind of like watering hole and a couple months later he uh he sees from his i think it's like a bathroom window like these figures inside of this uh pig corral that he that he like manages with his sister like they like take care of the pigs and he goes out he grabs his gun and he goes and he sees these like tall ass aliens and like picking up this one pig and just like stealing it like multiple aliens picking up one pig together Here's the thing. It, it was one alien picked it up with no problem. We were talking about like a probably a couple hundred pound pig. Yeah, sure. And picked it up with one arm with no problem. Damn. And this kid takes the gun, shoots at one of the figures. Mm-hmm. This alien passes off the pig to the other one with no problem. This figure turns around, lifts this kid up by his shirt and throws him 20 feet backwards. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh if you want to know if you want to hear that story, uh patreon.com slash your UFO guy. Uh it's like uh the hum in the silence volume ten or eleven, somewhere around there. But uh yeah, it's a it's a wild ass story. There have been some similar like sheep related yes. stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep, sheep. Uh, I think during the Mothman stuff, there was a lot of reports of people's dogs missing. Yeah, Mothman's got to eat. Yeah, it's got to happen. It's a big guy. Uh, the yeah. last one is from August of 2003, so it actually predates the other ones we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bothell, Washington. There's a cat that was found cut in half, but with about a four inch strip from the middle of it missing so they have both ends of the cat but there's like a middle section that has been removed oh uh, like just like the skin or no is there the whole the like it's just gone let me okay. uh, uh okay yeah. see if i can uh yeah. drop it in the in the chat here for you real quick one second yeah. okay it, the, it's okay. otherwise intact there's just like a a big not a big, about a four inch section out of the middle of it that is that is missing. Get that show up there. Cat mute uh, bottle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whoa. Um. Yeah. Right. Not not great. Uh, that that is that is not. That's not ideal, my friend. No, no, you don't want to be missing your middle. That's tough times. <laughs> no, it's a lot of no, a lot of important stuff in there. 
kind of yeah mm -hmm. like uh you don't oh you you don't want to be like i my mind's having a tough time comprehending that because it's just like it's just hey there's a portion of that missing yeah in yeah it's um uh it does kind of look like though if you pushed it back together it might be about the right length are we sure it's not right. cut in half and then just like separated fair point it's, it's there's no scale in the photo so it's hard to tell the exact proportions oh speaking of i'm i'm now sending you those those oh. images in oh no uh <laughs> yeah it is uh it, Oh, of the of the bowling pin. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, got us in the great illustrations. Uh, just, I mean, they yeah. always are, but I just love uh, this 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 one. This one gets me though. This <laughs> <laughs> just driving up. To, okay, we got the second one coming through. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's just tipped over behind him. Yeah, yeah. Strike. Good job, bud. You. you or I guess he picked up the spare. It's just one pin. <laughs> <laughs> totally got it. Totally got it. Oh, amazing. So yep. that uh, that brings us to the end of of our three-piece presentation. Mm -hmm. As I think we've sort of arrived at a at a working hypothesis here, which I would lay out as Bigfoot is a type of extraterrestrial. Yep. Yep. Who travels by UFO. Yep. Sometimes collaborates with other types of extraterrestrials. Yep. yep. And around 1977 developed some sort of feud with the cats of Earth. Mm -hmm. And since then have been turning them into hand puppets yep. for their own amusement. We have, you have... You've done it. I think we cracked essentially. it. Essentially. Yeah. You, you, you've you done it. You have taken what is a story that has been, you know, kind of mishandled by LMH <laughs> for so long. Well, you know, she, just because she laid I, it out I for us. I just I just followed. I followed the path that she laid out in front of yeah. us. Yes, uh, that, that's absolutely true. Uh, totally did lay it out. I think. The problem there uh, lies in which um, I think she just likes to bust that out to say that every now and then just to uh, to be like some, uh, you know, unhinged thing that comes out of her mouth every now and then. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this is normal. This happens. You just drop it in a presentation to see if people are actually paying attention. Yes. Like, you know, this is what ends up in a, a, a PowerPoint presentation like you know it's a long day like it's it's a friday at at like three in the afternoon it's like the last presentation that you're giving that day and you want to have fun with it so you throw in a slide that essentially says you do know that bigfoot rips cats in half and if that flies that's your green light to say whatever the fuck you want the rest of the way exactly if you can if I, I you can if you can slide that past the audience yeah. you're home free buddy I think that's ultimately what it comes down to is in in those kind of communities, people say whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And nobody says who's, anything about it. Who's going to stop me? Yeah, ex exactly. She 
the sound editor on her movie won a won an Emmy. Won a regional Emmy in 1997. <laughs> won a regional goddamn Emmy for sound design. So incredible stuff. Yeah. So Rob, there, it is, there you it have is. it. Uh, holy hell, man! Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for exposing the truth behind the Bigfoot cat beef the intergalactic beef uh that they now have and now um if you on the internet end up buying a hand puppet of a cat you are now guilty um of supporting this uh problem or you may have Uh, some bigfoot dna on your hands literally or you or you may have some bigfoot dna on your hands uh at which point you want to you want to talk to that guy. Uh, I think his name is Todd Dishotel. He was like the guy that they went to on uh, Monster Quest all the time with like like uh, Bigfoot hairs and stuff like that. And he had this like mohawk and these crazy eyes. But uh, he uh, he he seemed to be the go to guy. So if he's still around doing that, go track it down. But um, man, thank you for coming on and really exposing uh a grand conspiracy that doesn't get talked about enough. <laughs> I appreciate you giving me the time to ramble about stupid bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> if, if you, if you want to follow along with, uh, with uh, uh, anything that uh, you do, where, where's the best place to follow along with that? Oh man. I don't even know these days. Uh, I know, man. Go listen to go listen to Finding Quantum Quest wherever yep. you listen to podcasts. Yes. Um, listen to we're already listening to this show. That's a pretty good start. Go listen to the, <laughs> yeah. the What If podcast. We're not making new episodes anymore, but there's a couple hundred uh, episodes yep. of of What If out there that are that are a good time. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Check those uh, out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep this ending short this week. Uh, If you want, uh, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, social media links, um, you know, the Patreon, any any of that stuff, check the link tree in the show notes. And, uh, you know, special thanks to Floats for the use of their song UFO as our theme song. Special thanks to you because you're going to edit this thing, this monstrosity. (laughs) I sure am. I have only myself to blame this time. (laughs) absolutely uh special thanks to megan lagerberg uh for our logo and uh to the great desdemona for our t-shirt designs and finally don't forget to look up because you never know what you'll find in our strange skies or in your backyard (laughs) ripping your cats in half in gray we trust Now until next time, may the power of the cosmos and of Bigfoot be with you. Yes, yes, yes. Duvid Media.